Are you a man looking for an intensive program to help you overcome sexually addictive behaviors? Gateway to Freedom is your answer. Gateway to Freedom is a three-day workshop for men seeking to overcome any destructive sexual habits. Whether married, single, or divorced, Gateway to Freedom will help men regain hope for a new life of purity and real contentment. The workshop is conducted by experts in the field of sexual addiction recovery with decades of combined experience. Read testimonials of workshop alumni at gatewaymen.com. Get all the info and register online at gatewaymen.com or call 1-800-49-PURITY. Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm the founder of the Gateway to Freedom Workshop. I want to invite you to join us at our next workshop coming up June 8th through the 10th in Texas in the peaceful Rolling Hill Country. So call us today at 1-800-49-PURITY. That's 1-800-497-8748 or visit gatewaymen.com. You're listening to Pure Sex Radio, training men, educating women. Brought to you by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us on the web at puresexradio.com. Good day, radio listeners. Welcome to this edition of the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. We're glad to have you here with us. My name is Jonathan. We have two special guests back with us. We we had uh, Gigi Hopkins, who is our Wives Care Coordinator, and then we also have on the line with us uh, Ronnie. And so thank you both for being back. We we talked previously about some boundaries issues, but we're going to kind of get into that a little bit more, right? But thank you both for, for being on the program again. It's our joy. Thank you for having us. Great to be here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so before we jump in, I wanted to let our listeners know that we're really excited that we have um, we've got our Pure Life Academy online training platform up and running. We've got a few courses on there. This is something that's going to be very integral to the the next phase of ministry that we do here, um, and that is trying to create a platform and provide a platform where there can be a lot of great content and training. Uh, we've got several courses on there right now that are really helpful both to those who people who struggle, men and women who struggle and want help, or uh, we're really excited about our Made for Purity course, which is kind of this overarching course that teaches biblical sexuality to try to get conversations started with in churches or get conversations started in homes about this idea of how we were designed by God sexually. And the good news is it's for anybody, men, women, teenagers to mature adults, and it's not necessarily for anybody who's like in a struggle or an addiction. So it's really uh, a great way to understand design and then also create conversations. So if you want to learn more about that, just go to purelifeacademy.org and you can uh, check out the courses there. So Gigi, I want to, you know, I want to kind of pass it off to you. Maybe sort of you and Ronnie can kind of reset the stage for uh, for this conversation about boundaries. Um, we'll provide a link on this episode to the previous conversation that we had. So if people want to kind of get part one of this conversation about healthy mm-hmm. boundaries. But now, where do you want to go with this conversation? Well, in our last um broadcast on this both Ronnie and I spoke afterwards and we were feeling like uh, this is again a huge topic and uh, we felt like we could uh, serve people even a little better by giving this some more thought and uh, we focused a lot on what boundaries are not which Mm -hmm. is really important because there's so much confusion around it Uh, but 
I think this time around, we want to give a little better definitions of what it is. Mm. So that's where we're heading. And Ronnie uh, just happened to come back from a great conference, Restoring Hearts, in, in Seattle. Mm -hmm. And she got some uh, more input on the subject. So we're going to share some of that as well. Okay. But I'd like to start with um, something that will give us a good picture, I think. And it's a bit humorous for me. Um, I've known Ronnie for like four years but I haven't been to her house until recently. She's about three hours away, right? So um, we speak almost weekly, right, Ronnie? Uh, we yeah. debrief because she's my partner with uh, the Wife's Care groups and wonderful uh, contributor to that. Um, so we, we have a wonderful friendship and I never been to her house. Well, she's out there in the middle of the prairie in, mm -hmm. in Texas, right? Beautiful little home with this uh she's a wonderful gardener and has a beautiful garden around but there aren't any houses around hers right by the way in texas that doesn't narrow it down much that's there's a lot of places like that right right ronnie <laughs> there's a lot of wide open prairies in texas yes well it's a little haven mm -hmm. i had a wonderful lunch with her and it was great and then she shared with me that while we talk on the phone Usually we both are walking. I'm walking in my neighborhood and she's mm -hmm. walking around her property, right? And she said, yeah, and whenever I walk, I always have a pistol around my neck. Okay? So oh, that's and my for those, And for yeah. those outside of, uh, of Texas, that's a gun, right, Ronnie? <laughs> that is correct. And I carry a little 22 caliber revolver. Is what I carry when I walk or when I'm working outside. Nice. Well, well that is a picture, Ronnie, I didn't have. I, it totally um, surprised me because I know you. You're a gentle, uh, delicate, wonderful, you know, continues to be. But I, I just didn't see you being walking around with a gun like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. And it's all about, and she told me. She has killed several venomous snakes. Oh yeah, uh, and keeps the wild pigs out of her garden. Um, and so, to me, that is just a, a good picture to start. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, Ronnie, um, maybe to be able to dovetail it with this issue of boundaries. What What is your thought process behind why you carry that with you whenever you go out on these walks? Okay, well, let me let me just uh, clarify. One thing Gigi said is to keep the wild pigs out of my garden. We have lots of wild things out here, but for the sake of my husband, who will know that I can't take on a herd of pigs with a twenty-two revolver, um, just want to clarify that one little point. But I I carry my twenty-two revolver with me. First of all, I walk my property line. I'm not trespassing on my neighbor's place or anybody else's property. This is my area that I walk. And I am protecting my own sense of well-being by having my little 22 packed on the side of me so that when I'm out walking, because my we've got nine acres, so if I see, come across a snake, I don't have time to run back to my house. I have to be equipped and empowered right then and there to make a decision when I come across a snake. And I actually came across one today, mm -hmm. and it, you know, startled me, 
but I go, I evaluate, and this is not a venomous snake. You know, he's not aggressive, so just get out of my way and we're good. But the whole sense of it is is that this is my area. This belongs to me, and I deserve to have a sense of well-being. And if I can, one of the things that I'm thinking about with this metaphor is that what you're doing is um, protective, not... In other words, what you're describing is the difference between protecting your property, your being, yourself, um, not hunting, right? Correct. So you're it not has going out. Nothing and, to do with that hunting. You're not going and out nothing. looking for snakes, but those things will happen, right? Those things will intrude upon your space and therefore threaten your sense of safety and threaten even your well-being. Correct. And I thought it would be good for her um, to define what we're talking about when it comes to um, sexual brokenness and dealing with um, creating boundaries mm -hmm. here. Okay. Would you, Ronnie? Sure. Um, you know, first let me start with, um, you know, maybe a simple definition of what a boundary is. And a boundary is just very simply a personal property line, knowing what belongs to us. Uh, what we are responsible for, and we're responsible for our own thoughts, our own feelings, and our own behaviors. But when, if we transfer the um, picture of I'm trying to protect my well-being while I'm out there walking into we are in a relationship with somebody that has sexual brokenness, what is it that I'm actually trying to protect? I think that's really important to look at that. And I'm protecting my dignity as a human being. I'm made in the likeness of God. I'm worthy of being treated with honor and respect. I'm worthy of living my life with the measure of joy and peace and happiness to what level is possible in this world and become all that God intended me to be. That is what, when we're working in the uh, arena of boundaries, it's really important to have that sense of we actually have something that we're protecting, our mm -hmm. dignity as human beings. Well, I think it's so important to frame it that way because oftentimes um, when the issue of boundaries comes up, let's say in recovery or in ministry or whatever, it can feel to maybe an outsider, somebody who's not involved maybe in that relationship. It can feel reactionary. It can feel punitive. It can feel it's not necessarily always framed in that idea of personal dignity as well as personal responsibility. I love the fact that you use that word in terms of you do have to own your own thoughts, your own feelings, and your own behaviors. And so boundaries aren't about going on the offensive to say, I'm going to attack now kind of reactionary attack this person who hurt me, but instead be able to say, wait a second, let's remember I'm created in the image of God. I have intrinsic value because I'm created in the image of God. And what what have these circumstances maybe done to either confuse that reality or threaten that reality? And what is my personal responsibility for now setting up some healthy perimeters or what you call personal property lines? I like that. I think it's necessary to frame it that way. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, it's um, in, in another way to put this is really that we are protecting what God has given us, mm -hmm. right? Um, and Absolutely. Jesus came so that we can have life and life in abundance. So whenever I'm feeling like I'm allowing uh, 
things or people to destroy my sense of value and joy, my joy, my peace. Those are things I'm coming after. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to have to figure out uh, why that's happening mm. and what to do about it. Mm -hmm. So then um, you've got some things here about that are kind of proactive in what you can do in terms of establishing some boundaries. So why don't you talk about the internal boundaries and, and help people understand what that looks like uh, when you're talking about this issue of boundaries. What are internal boundaries? How do you establish healthy internal boundaries? Mm. And maybe also, how do you know when you are maybe going too far or you've or they're not healthy boundaries anymore regarding the internal boundaries because i think this is one of those things that's a little bit subjective right i mean there's not not a perfect science to this uh because each individual has a uniqueness to them while we all share the reality of intrinsic worth and value being made in the image of god we are not all made the same right we have different mm -hmm. personalities we have different circumstances different relationships and so maybe help put some guide rails or guardrails on how uh, a woman especially, because that's really kind of where y'all minister, right, is to these women who've felt betrayal, who've struggled with um, being hurt and broken trust. How can you help them determine what their internal boundaries are and how to establish those in healthy ways? That's a big question. Yeah, go ahead, Ronnie. We'll go back and forth. Um, Sure. Um, well, first of all, um, when we're talking about an internal boundary, we're talking about a, an, like a system, an internal boundary system or our internal reality, how we think, how we feel, how we behave. And when we're working with these women, most of the time, they're they don't even have a sense at that point because they're in trauma or, you know, different um, points of their own personal recovery. But what's happening inside of them is going to determine how they act or react to things outside of them. So a big part of what we do in the Wives Care Program is helping um, the partner reestablish that internal system. And it all goes back to they are human beings with dignity mm. and self-worth. And they don't, a lot of that's been shattered. So we go through these different stages of, um, in the program of rebuilding that internal system. Um, because until you can have a good internal reality, it's very difficult to set things outside of yourself. And, and when we talk about boundaries, that's usually the place that people's minds go to first. Okay, what is the list of rules? And it's really not about that. It is about rebuilding, our, rebuilding ourselves on the inside first. Well, I, I like you putting it that way because, and I can, I can imagine though that there are some women who are listening right now that are going, what are you talking about? Because it sure feels to me like the circumstances that have fallen on my head are having a lot of determinant factor is a determinant factor in what's going on inside of me. And so I like the fact that you're reframing this to say you have you can establish an internal rhythm, an internal uh, dynamic, an internal system, sort of the way you put it, that does not have to be on a yo-yo based on circumstance, right? 
And so you're saying, you're, in, in many ways, what I hear you saying is you're empowering women. You're giving those, kind of giving them, if I can put it this way, giving them back their dignity that they feel as if their circumstance has stolen away from them. Is that fair to say it that way? Mm-hmm. That is that is fair to say. And part of what's happened to us through life, whatever our circumstances may have been, um, that we've handed over that sense of um, our value over to someone else, um, whatever the circumstances are, so that we get on that yo-yo thing because we are always depending on somebody else to pour into us our worth, where we're just individually, intrinsically worth, we are valuable because of that the way God made and created every human being. So, yes, we are empowering women to reclaim their dignity, to reclaim their sense of worth, to reclaim their sense of honor and respect. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, Gigi, because I feel like some of this is going to get into a a healing conversation too, right? Because Mm -hmm. there is, we still have to look at the reality of the damage that's been done because of betrayal or broken trust. So it's not like we're saying, Hey, kind of what you're feeling, don't worry about it. You can sort of reset your internal. It's like, no, there's a healing process there, right? Right. And absolutely. uh, It's going to be, uh, this is all about the healing process, actually. It's acknowledging um, severe damage has taken place. uh, And I'm going to need to do something to take care of me, right? Mm -hmm. We've spoken about that. And that is what will be. Um, I believe very empowering uh, in getting clarity because we are sure not saying that there won't come times for some very strict boundaries. You know, that may happen. That even externally, right? Externally, not just internally. correct. Yes. But before we're able to even do that, I mean, I, for me, in the beginning of my journey, what kinds of boundaries did I need internally for me? I needed to make space for speaking with healthy people that could help me in the process, right? I needed to make space in time in my thoughts for education on this so I know what is this all about. I needed to make space uh, to spend time in God's Word so that my thought life would not be totally going crazy, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So those are all um, focuses that were on me, right? Um yeah. yeah. So those are. Well, I want to I want to move forward here because one of those um, statements that you all put here in your notes that I really like is that boundaries are the way we protect and contain ourselves, mm-hmm. and I think that's a great way to again reframe this because so many times I think the boundaries, even the term boundary, sometimes, um, you know, Ronnie, when you're talking about your property lines and things like that, sometimes we have this this idea that that line is more about them than it is about us. Mm-hmm. Like we're keeping right. them out. And it's like, well, wait a second. This is actually about really recognizing and, know- and, and acknowledging where I've placed the lines in order to protect and contain what's inside those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily about trying to be a wall or attack those outside the boundaries. So why don't you all share your mm-hmm. thoughts on that idea of containing yourself and, and protecting yourself? Well, the thing, even what I mentioned, you know, about getting more education or speaking with healthy people, those things, you might run into some opposition, Mm -hmm. right? 
So it's learning uh, here, what can I do for myself and what is God is giving me <laughs> that I can do? And I will reach out for that. Um, yeah. And keeping that going. How about you, Ronnie? Some thoughts? Um, well, I do want to give credit to um, Allison Davis, the CSAT um, counselor that I got to be in her training session on. Um, those are uh, were, uh, part of her presentation, so I want to be sure I give her credit for that particular definition. Um, but we, we have to take responsibility um, for our thoughts, our feelings, and our behaviors. So just because we have been severely wounded, um, severely injured, um, doesn't give license that we can disregard the dignity of another person. We can be in disgust and you know all of those um, negative terms with a behavior, but we've got to know what our limits are as far as the way we're going to handle our anger. Um, we are going to mm -hmm. uh, learn to process it in a healthy manner. That's part of, part of how all this works because if we, if we don't um, do well with that, then we end up either imploding or exploding in a very unhealthy way. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what I, what I love about that is, again, it gets back to that personal responsibility and recognizing that even this person who hurt you still has dignity as a human being. And that is sometimes, you know, when you're, when you are feeling blinded by anger and hurt and, and just all of those emotions, fear, doubts, um, it's very hard sometimes then to re remember this jerk still has intrinsic value and dignity as a human being. That is very difficult, but I think it's important to, um, to gently but firmly remind ourselves of that when we have been wounded, when we've been hurt. That's right. And it may, um, it looks a little less sanitized, right, than what we're talking about, because oh, yeah. uh, we, not, the grieving as... process, uh, you may just implode, explode, it's, it's going to be, you know, uh, you need spaces that you can speak your heart and be angry and be upset. Uh, but all of that work, which is yucky work, it's mm -hmm. not easy. Um, hopefully we'll land to uh, some emotional stability to see things more clearly and to act um, out of a good place and mm -hmm. not a lack of health. And that's why I think your your next point on here is so critical of the idea that boundaries can be set out of a place of love or really need to be set out of a place of love, right? So mm -hmm. so help help our listeners kind of navigate what that then looks like. So Ronnie, how would you um, help somebody engage that mentality or that attitude when it comes to establishing boundaries that it needs to be out of love? Right. Um, well, often women have lost their sense of self-worth when they start into this healing journey. Mm -hmm. So coming to the place of, of being able to understand, I love myself enough that you, you are not going to be able to disrespect me in this way by continuing a certain behavior. You know, whatever the gamut of this is, because it's, it's not just 
going down a little list and everything's going to be fixed when we get to the bottom of the list. Mm -hmm. This is a daily, a weekly, you know, it's a long process. But helping them acknowledge that I care about myself enough that I'm going to have to set some limits. I care about you because really, if we get right down to it, um, a husband that is serious about their recovery their limits are going to look a lot like your limits. Now, there's many different situations, scenarios, but for a husband that's really trying to work a recovery program, if you line up with what their goals are and what yours are, they're often very, very similar. Mm-hmm. And to say that I, I love our relationship, I want our relationship to be successful. Unfortunately, it doesn't always turn out that way, but... You know, if we're saying, I love our relationship, if you're going to be in a relationship with me, these are the things I need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one uh, additional thought we have here is that it's about rejecting a harmful behavior and not a person. Mm, Yeah. That's important. That gets back to that idea of even this person Mm -hmm. who did hurtful things towards me still has intrinsic value and dignity. Right. Yes. So, and I like what you're saying too, because one of the thoughts that comes into my mind is, is, is how God relates with us. Right. If you think about just the whole story of the Bible, it's not as if God is some sanitized being that doesn't have emotion and doesn't feel things and isn't passionate and doesn't feel hurt and anger and, and the betrayal and all those kinds of things. I mean, if there's anybody that can identify with hurt and pain and betrayal and, and all of that is Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody Absolutely. can understand it more than him. And yet when you think about how he relates with us, he, um, he calls us into something that is full of this messiness, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important mm-hmm. to remember that idea about boundaries is about realizing what is toxic behaviorally, what is toxic in terms of thought, what is toxic in terms of environment, and then being able to say, those are the things that I'm going to not be party to, mm-hmm. not saying I'm going to you know, be obtuse to this person, but really recognize that it's about the thoughts, the behaviors, the the environments. And that's where you guys get a little bit to what unhealthy boundaries can be like, right? What are some of the things that unhealthy boundaries create? Yeah. So we gave some thought to this because recently I was asked a question and I couldn't quite figure it out on Mm -hmm. the, on the spot, but thinking it over, uh, it has a lot to do with motivation because a boundary for someone may be totally legit and healthy. And for another person, it may not be, uh, so it com- coming out of manipulation would be one of the ways that it's unhealthy. For instance, I'm going to file for divorce so that my husband can get on with recovery. Mm. Um, it's not because I feel convinced that this is the way God is leading me. It's because I want a reaction. You're trying to create a behavior yes. in that person. Yeah. And, and that is um, not healthy, probably going to be frustrating. <laughs> and then... Um, also, when we're unreasonable with the reality of where we are as a couple and where our husbands are, you know, that they and ask for things that are that we've seen in so and so's life. And we think this is, you know, how I I want it to be. Um, 
And it could be anything, right? It could be like, he's not ready to go to group maybe yet. He's not ready to go to counseling yet. Uh, and sometimes it can be. Yeah. Again, for another person, it may be, oh, listen, you either go to group or counseling uh, or I'm, I can't do this, right? But it's coming from a place that she needs that amount of safety, right? Mm -hmm. And not just um, because you want to. And then selfish too. Uh, I mean, we are. You know, it could be just so self-centered and it's all about your anger and saying, you know, withholding sexual intimacy uh, because um, I'm angry at you and I'm mm -hmm. payback, um, revengeful things, which was a really important passage for me to hang out in Romans 12 for a while mm -hmm. and remember that... Re you know, revenge comes from God because <laughs> yeah. there, there was a season I was feeling that have those feelings. Yeah. And that's important to state. Sometimes I think we, <laughs> all of us as human beings, want to take vengeance into our own hands, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it feels just, even if it is just in the sense that there was a true injustice that was done against me. And so then I want to take that mm -hmm. revenge or that you know, vengeance into my own hands. And, and it's hard to, that's where I think there is a little bit of a fine line here that we're dealing with. Right? right. And that's why I like the fact that you, you all keep it couched and framed in this issue of dignity mm -hmm. and recognizing the personal responsibility that is necessary in order to understand the limits that you're placing on yourself in order to try to protect you know, as it's put here, your personal property lines, mm -hmm. um, not, where it's about revenge or payback or any of that. Ronnie, do you have any thoughts on the unhealthy boundaries? Well, I do want to just um, mention that our emotions are not sinful. Okay, so what, we've, what we're feeling, that's not a wrong. Um, and we're not trying to at all minimize or make it sanitized looking. Um, what these wives go through is horrendous, each story, each one. Um, but what we do with them, what we do with those emotions, um, and if we're not taking responsibility of ourselves, that's where we can really cross a boundary line, cross somebody else's boundary line that we don't need to. Mm -hmm. So just keeping focused on I'm responsible for my own thoughts and feelings and behaviors. Yeah. Yes. We are we're about out of time, so I want to ask if you you all have some closing thoughts you'd like to give, or just a word of encouragement to the listeners regarding this issue of boundaries. Yeah, we we had um, a, a little comment here in our notes that you can read uh, if you download the PDF, right? But it's right out of uh, Dr. Cindy Wilson's boundaries chart. We we use that a lot in our uh, wives care program. Uh, but it's, she pretty much gives us what we are um, to manage and control and what we're not, right? Mm -hmm. And if we can focus on that, on our own thoughts and feelings and, and processing, there will be a lot of processing in the beginning of our feelings. That's what we mean. It doesn't mean that you work on manipulating or changing your feelings. Feelings are just there, right? But, um, uh, processing that as well as um, our behaviors and uh, what we're going to do. So when we take ownership of that, there's just empowerment. It's a God thing. He's given that 
place for us. Mm-hmm. And when we don't, we are going to feel uh, put upon, uh, resentful, uh, given to passivity. And what I, I like what she uses, uh, it's a learned kind of helplessness, mm-hmm. right? So that goes with a thought, Jonathan, that that's what the wives care groups and other groups too that offer the healing for spouses is all about. Mm. It's you actually taking ownership of your healing process because that will give you clarity for what you're going to need to do regarding your marriage and, mm. and setting healthy, good boundaries that meet the needs that God has put in your heart. So that's Ronnie, do you have any closing thoughts? Well, I just want to say very well said, Gigi, and mm-hmm. it's been wonderful to be here with you today and um, just encourage every wife out there, no matter where they are um, in their journey, if they're just starting or down the road, to just keep looking to God and um, reminding ourselves of our worth in Him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we... Uh... I wanted to ask you, Gigi, so we have some Wives Care groups coming up very shortly, next week, May 2nd. So why don't you share with our listeners how they can access that? There's a few spots left for those groups. We do. We have, um, and it's one on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Central Um, time. Central time. Mm -hmm. Yes, those are uh, the ones we're offering. We'd love to have uh we have a few spots like jonathan said um if finances are the issue for you just contact us let us know about it and we do have a a few uh, partial scholarships to help with that um but if not come on aboard too (laughs) and so you can go to wivescare.com and click on the groups uh, link and you can get all the information there and actually sign up for uh for the wives care groups I did want to say one other thing too to kind of close this out. What I, uh, I think the the context for boundaries really came to light for me when I recognized that uh, the Bible teaches that we will be slaves to something. Mm-hmm. So we are either going to be slaves to unrighteousness in our sin, or we're going to be slaves to Christ. And the thing is, is if you recognize a slave has boundaries, right? You have limitations. There are there is a line drawn around you, and I. It took me so long to realize that true freedom, when you when you're talking about joy and you're talking about some of these things, true freedom in Christ comes within those boundaries. So I, for those who are out there that are might might be going, man, this whole boundaries talk, I don't get it. I I think it's just kind of a, um, you know, it's almost like an industry, and it's just boundaries this and boundaries that. I hope they can hear that this is a biblical idea, mm-hmm. that it is not something that we've contrived or that man's contrived. God is the one that says, you know, the sea can go this far and no farther. Yeah. <laughs> and so even with us, we have physical limitations, we have mental limitations, we have emotional limitations. Those are all good. When we can learn to live inside of those, then we can find joy and peace and and, and righteous living, right? So. Great. Thank you all both again for speaking into this topic. I think you all have mm-hmm. uh, can just continue to bless so many wives, and so I appreciate y'all. Thank you, Ronnie, for joining us by phone. Yes, Ronnie. I'm glad to be here. 
Yeah. And keep and, those snakes out. Yeah, keep the snakes out. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> listeners, of course, we're always glad that you're with us, and we hope you have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next time on the Pure Sex Radio broadcast. Pure Sex Radio is paid for by Be Broken Ministries. Visit us online at puresexradio.com.